0: Hey everyone, it's Maribel Blue with another Maribel Blue Unfiltered live, even though I'm not feeling well. I have to tell you, it's been a crazy week for me. Um, I'm not even sure what I'm going to talk about. And to be honest with you, I don't know if I'm going to be here for two hours. I just wanted to give you an update on everything that's been going on, just talk a little bit about my unfiltered blogging and all of that good stuff. This is not your cupcake type of show. So let's get started with some music. Give me one second, because you know, I never have the shit queued up. Like I said, it's just been a crazy week with just running out to the store and getting all of these essentials, which is freaking annoying because I feel like, you know, there's this whole mandatory lockdown, nobody's supposed to go out, but yet they don't make any delivery. Like, you go on Amazon, you can't find toilet paper unless it's coming from China, You can't find the essentials that you need online. You have to physically go to the store and get it, which is stupid. But, you know, I don't know what kind of a world that we're living in that everything is so ass backwards on how we're supposed to prevent this coronavirus. So needless to say, I did go out earlier in the week and I wore my gloves. I carry a mask with me, but I really don't wear it only because I do everything in my power to avoid touching my face. And also, I carry um, hand sanitizer with me. So, as soon as I leave the store, I'm putting hand sanitizer on. I'm cleaning up everything, I'm cleaning up the car you know, and of course you can retrace your steps and wonder at some point, what did you, what did you touch? Where did you go? Like you start taking a picture, I guess a screenshot in your head of what I touched that could have made me feel the way I feel. Cause I'm really paranoid. And not only that, I'm super careful. So I just, Don't understand what is going on. And it's like, why am I feeling this way? So I've been feeling sick. It started um, about two, three days ago. And I remember what I ate. So I was like, okay, maybe it was what I ate because after I ate it, like my stomach got really upset. I don't know. I mean, you know, I can measure everything that I have done. As far as the point from going to the store, what I ate, the fact of the matter is is that I don't feel good. Now, do I have a cough? Yes, but it's not a a constant chronic cough. I was like combining constant and chronic together. Um, But I don't know if you can hear in my voice that I'm a little scratchy. So... It's, I, I, you know, I just feel a little off at this point. And of course there goes the cough. So with all that being said, I have been, um, trying to rest as much as I can. However, I've been working on the new version of kinky magazine and updating that. And, Of course, this whole, the whole technical backdoor stuff of trying to get the link so that when people type in kinkymag.com, they're going to the WordPress theme and they're not going to the old platform and all of this stuff. So that was also aggravating. Um, And I'm trying to be calm because I have my friends telling me what to do. I have the technical people from the different websites that I'm talking to telling me what to do. And all of a sudden, after a while, everything just sounds like gibberish and nothing makes sense. So that as well can cause a bit of an aggravation of you're trying to complete something and you want a smooth transition. But at the same time, You're going through all of this nonsense just trying to get there. And it just came to a point where I just literally had to stop and say, I'm just going to transfer the domain name over and just call it a day and leave it at that. So that was one of the things that I've been working. I'm really excited to just update you on what's been going on, I think this is going to be more like an update show, kind of like talk a little bit about the news and things that I've been seeing on Twitter, um, interviews that have happened and interviews that are coming up. So let me just get started with the magazine. So as I've been making announcements on Twitter and on Instagram and on different platforms of social media, that the magazine is changing its look Um, I bought into a WordPress theme that I'm reasonably happy with um, getting to know and understand how everything works. And after a while, when you start using these things on a constant, it starts to become simple, like secondhand, if you will. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy how, how everything is, is coming out and kind of all of the the content has its own little homes and little spaces where people can just click on. Okay. If you want to go on interviews, you can go on interviews. If you want to go on feature stories, things of that nature. And, um, and I'm super happy about it. But like I said, the whole back end of trying to move the link over so that people are not typing a whole new link. Cause it's just business wise. It's not really smart or business savvy to have somebody take a a link that they've been using for a long time and then all of a sudden you're telling them, no, now it's going to be this. It's just very stupid. It's kind of like when P. Diddy kept changing his name. It's just, just stop changing your name and be one thing. And, you know, I think for me, it it comes down to branding and, and things of that nature. Like, once you brand yourself, try and stay Within that brand, and don't try and switch it up and confuse people because it just becomes crazy. That's like if Madonna all of a sudden decided to go by her full name, and then everybody had to refer to her as Madonna Chacone and not just Madonna. And you know, I mean, of course, she's well known and everybody knows her last name, but maybe that was just a poor example. To use. So, like I said, I'm really excited about this whole platform and the way things are coming together. It's just now I just feel like everything is coming together a bit slower because I'm not feeling as great as I would like to. <clears throat> so, I've been really staying away from my parents, and my grandmother's still here she ended up getting stuck here as a result of what's been going on with this whole COVID thing. So that's really terrible because I know she's not like super happy being here. I know that she wants to go home and my mom entertains her as much as she could, but you know, at the end of the day, she just prefers, you know, to be with other family members other than us. And, you know, it's funny how like people are just really going crazy with this whole social distancing thing. Like I'm fine with it. (laughs) You know, I don't know when I became an introvert at some point where I just really enjoy my own space and not be bothered by anybody. I can write, I can do all of my stuff, my magazine. So for me, I'm not having an issue with it. But, you know, there are people that are having issues with it and they're all coming out of the woodwork. So, what's been going on in the news from what I've seen, just to fast forward to that being that I'm in this realm of staying home, I pulled up this thing on the Washington Post about people protesting against the coronavirus. And government restrictions and all of this stuff. And it just seems like a lot of the people that are coming out are all these racist, white supremacist people. Now, we all know that they're not really educated people. They think that they were here first. You know, they're very confused about their history. And maybe we're cutting into their welfare. I mean, I don't know. But needless to say... It's just been this whole big thing where they've been putting more people at risk because they're coming out and they are protesting and holding guns. And of course, this also opens up another can of worms of that if black people were the ones that were doing this, black and brown people, if they were going into the state's courthouses or whatever, the state houses, and they were carrying guns and all this stuff, it would have been an entirely different story. And we probably would have seen a whole mass shooting of Black people because they were protesting their rights as uh, an American citizen and holding guns. And it's sad that we live in a world like this. And of course, I don't like to see a lot of, well, you know, if it was Black and brown people, blah, blah, blah. To me, it's like, okay, yes, you're stating the obvious and sometimes people are just redundant in their comments because they want to be heard and they want to say what they feel and all of this stuff and yes we do live in that sort of world where we have a lot of ignorance ignorance is alive people don't know their history they know they don't know who was here first how America was built it's just it's just this whole thing of what Americans are about. And of course, then you also have the conspiracy theorist people that are talking about why all of this is happening with the 5G towers and all of this stuff. So this is all this mishmash of information and people sharing a lot of these things and what, we're going to be after all of this is over. Yes, I get that there are people that love being out and they love to travel and, and all of this good stuff. And you have the people that are feeling like we're Americans. We should be able to go out and do what it, whatever it is that we want and all of this stuff. And I get that too. Not the racism part. I never got that. I never will. And that's that. But, As far as like going out, the thing is, is that we all have to be responsible people and we're not being responsible. Hence the reason why I am not feeling well, because when I went out earlier last week or this week, I was fine. I guess it was on Saturday um, and I ended up getting a migraine and I didn't do a show because I didn't wear a hat. So at least I have that panned out as to why I was not feeling well. But as the days went on and the migraine was gone, now all of a sudden I'm feeling different feelings. So with all that being said, is that people are just not being responsible adults. Yes, you want to go out and you want to play in your playground and what have you, but you still have to be responsible at the end of the day for, for mankind, for people around you, for children. And that's another thing. I mean, it's like you have people complaining about taking their children out. Look, we live in a world where we have to go out. We have to take walks. We have to get fresh air. But you have to do that within reason. And you can't be around crowds because just of, you know, all this stuff of the way this virus apparently spreads it's not like HIV you know with HIV you have to have sex with somebody you know and with this particular virus it's just a matter of if somebody spews on a counter cough or what have you and then you just happen to touch that and then touch your face then you're screwed So I'm not with this whole thing of these stupid men thinking they're big and bad with their guns and going into the state and open up Michigan, what have you. I just think it's out of control and ridiculous. I should have wrote what I wanted to talk about next because now my mind is, oh, yes, I want to talk about the stuff that's been going on with the interviews and all of that good stuff. But I'm going to take a quick break just so that I could make my notes. And I'm going to play some commercials. Maybe I'll just play a song. And we will be right back with more Maribel Blue Unfiltered. Private shopping experience is always available at kinkeinc.adultshopping.com. Receive all of your shipments in non-marked packages. Use offer code KEM2019 and get 10% off your entire purchase. Interested in bulk items? Contact kinkemagazine at gmail.com for all of your bulk. Party needs. And for everything else online, be sure to visit kinkemag.com. And we are back. This is Maribel Blue, and you're listening to Maribel Blue Unfiltered on the KEM Top Talk Airwaves. So i made some notes about what I wanted to talk about. Um, I wanted to update everybody on the interviews. I just feel like I have been trying to split myself with doing stuff for the magazine and then, of course, doing stuff for Unfiltered, which is like crazy. (laughs) And I don't know how I'm managing it, but I am. I literally say to myself, you just have to take a couple of hours and dedicate to this and then take another couple of hours and dedicate to that. And it sucks because with everything that I'm doing, I really haven't taken the time out to finalize the edits that I made on Any Legal Affair, which is my book. And I'm hoping that, you know, that it could be finished before the year is out. I had not realized how much work it takes to write a book. It's very fulfilling. I love doing it. But you definitely, if you're going to write any kind of a book, you definitely have to read it several times before you share it with the public. And I just feel so awful that I had put a book out that was so fucked up grammatically. It had errors. There was inconsistencies with the name of the firm. I had given it one name, and then later on down the line, I had called it something else because I never really read back and paid attention to those details of what I was doing with the book. And then on top of that, I had gotten involved with this, you know, with this person in this, I don't even want to call it a relationship. I don't know what the hell it was, but you know, that took away my attention because I really felt like I had to take care of a child that I adopted. Um, And that was bad too. So there were all of these things going on in my life at that point where I really had to just take a step back and say, what's more important here? Of course, I'm important. My projects are important. And the person that was here that I was basically adopted, this child, because it just wasn't helping my situation, and what I wanted to accomplish, which leads me to um, an interview that I did not too long ago with Brent Hadley and Caitlin Hadley, and if their names sound familiar, they Brent Hadley was with the Howard Stern Show, and I did an interview with him, and they basically helped me launch my relationship project, which I was really, really excited about. Um, I always wanted to interview Brett, especially when he came out, talking about him and his wife, exploring being swingers and being with other couples and even exploring it separately. Now, one of the things that I had started was a relationship project. And I'm hoping that now finally that things are really good with the magazine and I have a lot of content up there that I can now focus on sending my questions to the different couples that I want involved in this relationship project. So um, one of the things that, that I was looking for as far as they were concerned was how they came into this lifestyle, what made them curious about it, how they took the time to explore into it. And I just felt like all of those things were very important when it comes to a relationship with your partner. And one of the things about me is that I have always been curious about how other people communicate in their relationships. One of the people that I interviewed also recently was Dr. Susie Block of the Dr. Dr. Susan Institute. She is so spectacular. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you. I could have interviewed this woman all day long. I mean, we did an interview for two hours. It's coming up on Monday. I'm very excited it's going to be on Skyhawk after Dark. As you know, all of the adult related interviews are on Skyhawk after Dark. They are no longer on Blog Talk Radio. So I'm excited about that as a 24-hour programming. There's all these different programs in there, um, and hope that more will come on board because there are people who have great knowledge, great education, that can definitely benefit from having their programs being featured 24-7, you know, on adult-related networks. So I think that's really good to have. Um, so when I spoke with Dr. Susie, she gave me a different insight on her relationship and just relationships as a whole and and things that people look for and experience floor. Brent Hadley, I couldn't speak to him while he was on the Howard Stern show. Because, you know, I guess Howard has some kind of a clause or whatever that they really sh- shouldn't go out and do interviews, especially if they are on the show. I listened to Howard. I haven't listened to him lately. I have all of his shows to catch up on because I've just been doing like other stuff. And thank goodness, you know, that they have like downloadable replays or just on-demand replays. So when Brent had announced that he was leaving the show and he was doing his own thing, I took the opportunity to reach out to him to do an interview with him. And I was so excited to hear from him and his wife in putting all of this together and for them to discuss what it was like to explore the opportunities of being swingers basically. And that's what started, um, what launched my relationship project. So I do have other people that I'm interviewing. They're spectacular people. They're not famous people, you know, but that's the whole beauty about the relationship project is that you don't have to be famous to be a part of this. My thing is just to kind of gauge and dig at the values of relationships and how people come to the conclusions of what they find fulfilling in their relationships. I think it's hard, you know, when you're with somebody and you have a certain kink or a certain fetish or lifestyle, what have you, and you have an interest to explore that, but you're not sure if the person that you're with will have the, the same feelings and to be able to communicate these feelings of exploring these opportunities, basically sexual opportunities, because that's what they are. Um, when you're with somebody and you want to be with them on a, intimate level, you're, you're with them and you want to be able to have these things that you can do and be able to trust them, which is the most important thing. I mean, without trust, you shouldn't be sharing what it is that you want to do with your partner or explore or what have you. Some people don't have, um, What's that word I'm looking for? The same values. It's not, it's not values. That's not the word that I'm looking for. But basically, they're not probably in the same path as you if you're just getting involved with them. It's not good to bring up these things probably while you're on your first or second date. I remember when I first started the magazine, And I was blogging. I mean, I would go out on dates. I would go as Maribel Blue because that's the name that I used all over social media, dating platforms, or what have you. And, you know, people would look it up and they would see what I was doing and then get confused about who I was and what I stood for. And they thought that it was okay. Well, if she's this kinky kind of a girl, well, I guess it's okay if I tie her up or do this or do that. Now, of course, those things never happened. But these were, this is where the conversations would go. And I would have to put a nip in the bud to it immediately. Because the stupid thing that anybody can do when you're going out on a date is start doing these things with a person that you don't know and you don't trust. Trust is a very important factor in all of this. And without it, you should not be doing anything with anyone that you don't know, that you're not familiar with, you don't know their motives or whether they know how to play safe. And this is the reason why a lot of people, you know, in in the BDSM community they have like courses and they have different education courses and they and they have places for you to be able to open up and communicate. People like Dr. Susie Block, who I had such an insightful conversation with um, in understanding her degree and then also that she wanted to pursue a degree and get her Ph.D., but she didn't want to be licensed because if she was licensed, she wouldn't be able to do the things that she's doing now. And she was very clear about that. I think when I first started doing unfiltered, I had mentioned Dr. Susie because it was a topic about people who are fraudulent and facing the social media of degrees that they have and they don't have and they claim you know, to be therapists or doctors, and they don't have a license for that. And, you know, they're on social media and they're saying they can help you and all of this stuff. And their, their ulterior motives are not good because they're not insightful. They don't have the information that they require to help every individual person. Um, and mean, especially in the adult world. I think, you know, the adult world is a special kind of a world. And I'm, I'm not saying special being sarcastic. It's a special kind of a world. It's a close-knit world. Um, you know, we all look out for one another. And then there are just some people from the outside that want to come in and infiltrate and act like they want to help. But they're really only helping themselves. So I try to keep my eyes open all over the place when it comes to things like this. The crazy thing is, is that, you know, I interviewed King Lexa and that's also on Skyhawk after dark and all of the replays. Of course, you can hear it on anchor as well. It's anchor.fm forward slash KEM top talk. So we talked about, life coaching and improving your life and things that you can do and wh- how far she's come from the time that we interviewed her in July for Kinky Magazine up until now. And there have, so, I mean, there's just so many, so much growth in her and, um, and how much she's changed. And I think that it's just incredible. But You know, we both agreed that you can look around and see things in other people and try and help them if they're looking for help. But then when it comes to ourselves, that's like, you know, the crazy thing that, um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my phone and somebody's making me laugh. (sighs) Donnie, stop that right now. (laughs) I know he's not listening, but I'm sure he's going to like that I shout him out because weeks ago I did a show, and then I went on TikTok, and somebody was doing a live, and I just happened to click on it, and um, he was on there with the girl who has a TikTok, and he's a comedian, and he's just so damn funny, so, um, and I want him to come on the show, so I'm going to hit him up, and I'm going to tell him I'm talking about you right now (laughs) on this show. Um so getting back to King Lexa and the things that that we were discussing about helping other people <laughs> I'm just telling you, I just talked about you on my show <laughs> I'm sorry people I know I shouldn't be doing this. (laughs) So, yes, I keep saying the word, so. How we can recognize maybe people who could be taking a wrong path, what have you, and then we can't do it for ourselves, which is weird, you know. Had I known the insanity that I was getting involved with this person that I had in my life for more than a year, I would have never, ever in a million years would have said, I want to be with you for the rest of my life. I would have never. It's unfortunate that I can't go backwards because I'm, I'm a person, I pretty much, I can make a decision pretty quickly on who I want to be with and who I don't want to be with. When I was dating back in the day, a lot, and you know, I say back in the day, I'm talking about like 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008. I mean, it's just like all of those years of just going out and going to clubs and hanging out with different friends and things of that nature. I just knew when I did not want to be with a person. And it's, it could have been anything could have been the way they said something. It could have been the way they looked. It could have been the way they responded to me or how they carry themselves in the public, just anything. And, you know, personally for me and, what had happened in my situation. And I, I know I talked about it before, but you know, every now and then it's going to come up that after a few days of this person being here, I pretty much knew that it was a mistake, but I was trying to play, I guess, the devil's advocate in saying, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe you should just give it a chance and it will be all right and it will come together. And you know, you have your friends that you talk to and it's like the same way with King Lexa talking about a life coach and making decisions for your life, things that are important to you. And I felt like, okay, maybe I just was going through something. So I'm going to be okay. This is going to pass. Everything's going to be fine. You know, when you play things back in your head and you think about the different things that happen, I say to myself, this was his way of being manipulative. He was really, really good with that. You know, the playing, the crying games and trying to use my experiences or my emotions and trying to incorporate it with what he believes. He went through the same thing and cry about it, et cetera, et cetera. And like, try to be the hero or the rescuer. And I would let it go. I'd be like, okay, you know, he gets it. He understands. And maybe I'm just being a bitch, (laughs) you know, I am a bitch, but anyway, So, no matter what it was that I did, I knew deep down inside, it was not a good thing. And then it was a matter of, how do I get rid of this person? (laughs) Because I don't want to get married to them. I don't want them around. I don't feel anything. And here's the other thing, you know, we're talking about the relationship project and how to communicate with your partner and things of, of, of the nature of sexually, of things that you like, and how do you discuss these things with your partner? How do you open up? How do you share with them that maybe, you know, you like to role play and you like fantasy role play, but you don't want people to get out of control, with it where one of you can get hurt. My stomach is making all of these wild noises and I'm hoping that it's the mic is not catching it, but all, you know, with all of that, I knew deep down inside, like I said that this was not a relationship that I wanted to be in because Everything that was on my pros and cons list, it was like there was nothing for pros and everything under cons. And this is the way I do things. I'm the kind of person, I've always told people, if you needed help trying to decide something, make a pros and cons list and try and decipher what it is that you want to do through that list, what supersedes what, what's more important to you, and while I didn't handwrite, at least I don't think so, I may have, and it's, I'm sure it's somewhere in my mounds of paper that I have here, but once time had gone by, and, and things started to happen, you know, the lack of, of a sex life, the, the lack of empathy for the relationship, wanting to be in a relationship and not a, in a relationship with himself, um, it was pretty obvious that we had nothing, absolutely nothing in common. I mean, that was another thing other than all of the other stuff. I mean, it was just a fail from the beginning. And then, of course, I said to myself, you should have just went with the first plan, had him here for two weeks. And then in those two weeks, you would have decided whether or not you wanted to be with this person for the rest of your life. You would have figured that out. And then you would have sent him back. He would have gone back to his country because he's not from here. He's from Canada. And... It would have been it. It it would have been over. And that's that. But like I said, unfortunately, I can't go back. I can't change things. I can only learn from this experience and realize that if I meet somebody similar or encounter someone similar, I can see those attributes and decide that this is not a person that I want to be with because it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out for me. It's not going to work out for them. And not, you know, it's not that I don't want to sound inconsiderate and try and make choices for other people. But at the end of the day, sometimes we all need to do that as individuals and say if a relationship is not going to work out, you have to think about yourself, but you also have to think about the other person in the ways of. Not thinking about them, making choices for them, and in, in the way, well, this is what's good for you. In the way of this is what's good for yourself. Get yourself out of the equation. Get that person out of the equation. And everything is going to be fine at the end of the day. I mean, I have a little bit of a stalker issue. I check every now and then, and, you know, I'll see things pop up on, on, Social media, you know, things that I didn't see before that now I'm seeing. So know that I'm aware of, you know, accounts being made up just to see what it is that I'm doing. You know, at the end of the day, when you're with somebody that doesn't work out and you break up, you have to look at the part that you played into it. And I have looked at myself over and over and over to a point where I've just made myself sick. <laughs> and a lot of the times I don't want to look at it. I think I've told, I've said it on the show, you know, I feel, I, I hold, not I feel, I hold him responsible for the passing of my dog, for his irresponsibility of probably Spring weed killer, and my were much more important to him. So, of course, I think to myself, if he was never in my life, my dog, would she still be here? These are one of the things that you just never know, and this is the reason why we all have to be all the more cautious about who we get involved with. About who we're telling our intimate secrets to, you know. I think for me, I have come to a point where any guy that I meet, I don't tell them everything. Um, the last guy that I liked, I still like. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it's just that. Is not going away anytime soon. I like him a lot. I've not been in touch with him since I've seen him in early February. Um, I miss him a great deal, but I will not reach out to him because I made a point in, um, in something that I shared with him that I'm just not going to chase and hunt people down. If you want me, you know where to find me. Now I veered off course and I forget what the hell was. Uh, oh, sharing things. So, yeah, um, I don't share as much as I used to. You know, back when I was a teenager, you're like falling in love for the first time with somebody and you feel the need to tell them everything. And then as you get older and much more mature, And you start making better choices, at least one would hope, because Lord knows that choice that I made last year, the year before in 2017, that was like a mess. So I hate even thinking about it. But even then, in that messy relationship, I did not disclose everything about me because there are just some things that should not be shared or told because you just don't know how people are going to react to it, how they're going to take it. Um, Some people are just not as understanding. And when I had this interview with King Lex, I felt like I was in a 12-step meeting all over again. She's been to 12-step meetings, so she gets it. She has a life coach and she's doing her own thing. And I'm super proud to know somebody who just aspires to be better each day. And, you know, we all, I guess, as humans, we all try to strive to be as perfect as we can be. But we're not perfect. We are who we are. We do the best that we can with the, you know, the tools that we have and the knowledge that we have. If you want to learn something, you can go to college for it. You can take a course. You can, shit, shit. You can even go to YouTube if you don't have money for it. When you read a book, go to the library. I mean, we have all of these different resources that you can use if you want to learn something or gain some knowledge about something, which is always, always good. For me, my my knowledge or what I want to learn more about is about people and relationships, how they communicate with one another. And going back to Brent and Caitlin, and having the opportunity to interview them, it was great, because now I got the inside information of how they communicated with one another, their interests, and what it is that they like to do and explore, and how they were going to do these things. Now, when, of course, he was on the Howard Stern Show, he was mocked and made fun of and people felt like they should have just dived right in and what's taking you so long and that was one of the things that I had brought up and you know of course the response is like anybody's response is that you in in these type of situations when it comes to swingers and that type of lifestyle it's not something that you just you don't go to a party you don't decide you know one night with your spouse and say, Hey, let's go to a swinger party and see what happens and not have a real discussion about what you're going to encounter when you go to a swinger party. Is your partner jealous? Do they have jealous tendencies? Are they going to be mad? I mean, these are all realistic feelings that people have with one another. I mean, I go on TikTok and you have these jokes of, you know, a guy will say, here, use this to prank your girlfriend. And um, you have the other way around where you have the, the guy's voice, you know, calling the girl while the guy is there and the guy's ready to like throw the phone and hit the girl and vice versa. I mean, you have people that are really, really, really jealous. Um And it's frightening. That kind of jealousy is frightening. And it's also ugly. So if you're not into this lifestyle, it's probably, I mean, it's not a good idea. If one person is in it, is what I'm trying to say, and the other person is not with it, then you need to make a decision about what it is that you want to do. If you love your partner, then perhaps it's not a good idea to pursue it or try and get them to pursue something that they may not enjoy. You don't want your partner doing stuff to appease you and make you happy because then an argument is going to ensue and all of this shit is going to come up and they're going to talk about, well, I did this for you. And I made the sacrifice for you and blah, 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 you, we all been there. I've had those arguments. (laughs) We all know that's what's going to happen. So one, you would need to make a choice on what it is that you want to do. You're either going to stay with your partner and forget the idea about being a swinger, or you're not going to stay with your partner. You're going to find somebody who's compatible and fulfill those needs that you have. Look, at the end of the day, there are people who cannot live without certain lifestyles. There are people that cannot be without fetish or have some sort of kink incorporated in their lifestyle. They are truly 24-7. And if you find a person that says, well, I can only be kinky like once a week, that may not work out. You may not want to be with a person that you feel like being kinky one night and they're like, well, I'm not in the mood. And then every day after that, they're not in the mood. And every week after that, they're not in the mood. And every month after that, they're not in the mood. Guess what? Your relationship is not going to survive. It's just a fact of life. It's just from my experience, from other people that I've seen, it just doesn't work. And for anybody to lie to themselves and say, well, maybe if I would have done things different, maybe if I would have, you know, been more attentive or more nice or whatever the case may be, whatever goes through anybody's head, um, it doesn't matter because your true colors will always come out about who you are. And I think with Brent and Caitlin, they are very, very, very happy in their lives, what it is that they're doing. You know, they're they're doing their Brent Hadley channel on Twitch. They're exploring, you know, the swing life. And, you know, for whatever the case may be, people saying really disrespectful things on social media about him. I'm not even going to repeat it because it's not... It's not worth it because these are just people who are really dumb, and um, and they just have nothing better else to do. I think that Brent and Caitlin have a spectacular relationship, and they are making choices for themselves so that they can be happy. And I'm very happy for them, and I'm happy to have the privilege and the honor to have interviewed them and talked to them about how they are living their lives now and what they are planning on doing. And they are very, very content in everything that they are doing. So I'm going to take a quick bake break <laughs> bake. <laughs> no, I don't smoke. So I don't know why bake would come out, but I'm going to take a quick break and, um, I'm going to play a little bit of music and just kind of drink some water and relax for a little bit. Um, So we will be right back with more Maribel Blue Unfiltered. It's Maribel Blue. Are you looking for more KEM Top Talk shows? You can find the rest of my shows, interviews, discussions, and erotic experiences on SkyhawkAfterDark.com. Skyhawk After Dark. Have you heard of the Vice? The device from Locked In Lust. It's
1: inescapable, comfortable, competitively priced, and comes highly recommended from both DOMs and subs alike. It really is the best. Find out why Locked In Lust is the fastest-growing chastity company in the world. Use coupon code Alyssa B. That's A L I S S A B at lockedinlust.com. Hey, hey, this is Bus Pimp, and you're listening to Maribel Blue Unfiltered on K E M Top Talk Radio.
0: Well, let me tell you something. I am using the mouse pad on my laptop, and it's so sensitive that it cut off the Skyhawk ad as I was trying to um, mouse over to the next ad. So I apologize for that. But, yes, I do have a Skyhawk ad. Um, so if you're looking for more adult radio and of the rest of the KEM Top Talk shows, you can find them on Skyhawk After Dark dot com. Um, it's 24-hour adult content radio. There's going to be more content coming up. Like I said, everything is all coming together, like I said, at the top of the show. It's just a matter of, um, you know, getting everything together <laughs> in, in in one nice, neat little package. So um, before the break, I was talking about the relationship project and having the the honor of of interviewing brent and caitlin hatley um as you know brent hatley was a howard stern show staffer he also worked for bubba the love sponge and now him and caitlin are back in tampa living the life there and i'm very happy for them and i hope that you know we can revisit brent and caitlin and you know when this whole COVID thing is over and how everybody's doing and all of that good stuff. Um, And of course, I talked about interviewing Dr. Susie, very intelligent. I mean, this woman, I just love her. She is just, she's such a fantastic, fascinating woman. She really is her and her husband. I mean, they're just really, really great. She's smart. She loves helping people. She loves everything about human sexuality and behavior. I'm, I love meeting people and talking to people who understand and respect the craft of just adult nature, you know, human behavior behavior is what I'm trying to say. Um, I think it's, it's fantastic. You know, when you meet people like that, <clears throat> oh my goodness, I have a cough because my throat is kind of dry. I'm just weirded out with this whole feeling lethargic. I, I just don't like it at all. And I want to feel, I want to wake up tomorrow morning and just feel like myself and not have like this woozy feeling. Um, I don't like so the other person that is coming out the week after next with Dr. Susie um, is Amberly Rothfield. I had Amberly Rothfield back on the show, and we had such a great, great interview. I can't wait to for everybody to hear it. I mean, Amberly is such a super fantastic person. She knows her stuff. She's really helpful. I mean, here's another person who's an example of being helpful within a community that relies upon information. You know, sometimes we just cannot gather all all of the information for ourselves. So we look to other people. And when I'm working on different projects and I need help with different things, I like contacting different people who specialize in certain fields and Amberly is one of those people that when I'm having an issue or if I need help with something, I contact her. And I enjoy having her on the show. She was so great, this interview. And like I said, it's not coming out this Monday because Dr. Susie's coming out on Monday. But the next Monday after that, we will hear Amberly's interview. Um, and I just need to gather my strength to make sure that I can put all of this content together because I'm starting to feel a little drained, um, right now. Um, so yeah. Um, as far as like this whole COVID thing, I think, you know, I think, you know, things are going to be different. I don't think they're going to be the same. I, um, I have concerns, of course, of how we are going to interact with one another if we're going to keep the social distancing thing in order. Like we'll be able to go out, but you know, if we're standing online, that somebody is not standing on top of us. Um, I connect it with some of my friends who live in New York just to make sure that they're okay because you know. New York is like a Petri dish. Everybody's on top of you. People are breathing on top of you. I can't tell you how many times I've taken the train and, and you just have people close to you in ways that, you know, you can hug your dog and have that closeness with them and be comfortable with or, you know, or your cat or, you know, hugging your parents. But you don't want to hug a stranger on the train you know, um, and one of my friends had expressed that, you know, she was concerned about taking the train and all of this stuff, which is understandable. I um, wanted to visit New York at the end of the year. I don't know if that's going to happen, only because I don't want to get sick. I mean, I'm sick now, and I don't know what it is that I have, but I'm going to the doctor on Monday, and everything will be found out from there, and hopefully I don't have COVID, but like I said, you know, with all of these things that are that are going on, um, I have a lot of concerns for my well-being and the well-being of my parents and my grandmother who are downstairs, and I'm keeping my distance from them. I mean, I'm lucky because, you know, it, I, I have the master bedroom, which means that I have the master bathroom. Nobody is coming in here to use my bathroom, what have you. I keep it clean, I spray it down with bleach and all of this stuff, but still, (laughs) you know, it's it's not a good thing. Um, So one of the other things that I wanted to talk about really quick, even though I still have about an hour, was the recordings that I did uh, for the Real Housewives of Atlanta, you know, got to talk about, gotta talk about reality TV, gotta talk about the Housewives. I did a recording for the Real Housewives of Atlanta and the same day I did a recording for the Shaws of Sunset. And I have to say I'm teaching myself Adobe Premiere Pro. I thought it was going to be hard. It's not hard. It's just a matter of really understanding how everything works and the timing and all of this stuff and. Things that I'm learning by accident, like um, this particular video that I did yesterday for the Shaz of of Sunset. Um, At the end, I put subscribe and like, and it kind of did like an in-out thing. I don't even know how I did that. I'll figure it out. But I pretty much enjoyed putting everything together. So you'll definitely be seeing a lot more of the YouTube video channels of me doing my commentaries, which I used to do many years ago before it was a thing and I really liked doing it. And I use Ustream stream so I wasn't doing any editing or what have you. It just kinda I just clicked the thing on my camera and it turned on and I just started talking. And then when I finished talking I hit end and that was that. There wasn't any intro or anything like that. That came later on when I started going to different conventions like Exotica and all of this stuff and And people were editing video. So I like the idea that I could control my own content and not have to look to other people and say, can you do this? And can you do that for me? Because I don't like waiting and it's super annoying to to do that. So, so yeah, check it out. It's youtube.com forward slash Maribel Blue. And the three latest videos, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What scumbags those women are. Oh, my God. I was just actually watching. Well, before I I finish that, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and the Shaws of Sunset. And I'm going to be doing another one. Like I said, you know, I'm probably going to be doing it from my bedroom because I don't even have the energy to sit in my office which is right across the room I do all of these things. But, you know, I was not going to watch the real housewives of Beverly Hills because I'm a big fan of Lisa Vanderpump. I love everything that she does. She's very charitable. Um, she does this whole dog rescue thing, but <coughs> please don't count how many times I'm coughing. Um, she's not on the show anymore because of things that had transpired last season with, uh, Teddy Mellencamp, which is John Cougar Mellencamp's daughter. She's an asshole. Um, and some other women, like literally it's funny because I think one of the symptoms they say, like you forget things and it's like, I'm forgetting stupid shit that I shouldn't be forgetting because I just, was watching like the week before's episodes. It's not like I don't know anybody's name. But anyway, like I was saying, things that had transpired with her, Dorit, Teddy Mellencamp, and all of this stuff with this dog that Dorit didn't want anymore. So I was making my notes for a new video. Now, I know that I have not updated content on Maraville Blue Unfiltered. I plan on doing that. With, um, with these shows and just other things that I want to write about because I just don't want the unfiltered website to be just about reality TV. I want to be able to capture things that I used to talk about back in the day when I first started Kinky Magazine. Even before I had started Kinky Magazine, I used to have this blog. I used to write about relationships. I used to write about dating, hence the reason why I'm doing this relationship project. Um, but that's going to be for Kinky Magazine. It's not going to be for Unfiltered. So as you can see, I have my hands full with all of these different things that I'm doing. I'm just trying to juggle all of these different projects um, and hope that I could see everything to its completion. But like I said, um, I'm enjoying that I'm back on YouTube and I'm doing all of these videos and I'm learning the tricks of of video editing and inserting the pictures and things of that nature and for those who don't know me very well I'm super sarcastic people may not like it because they have super sensitive feelings and they get their feelings hurt and all of this stuff because we all know that a lot of millennials they do have their they do get hurt very easily by things that they read or say because they seem to attach their own emotions to things that they are reading. (laughs) And, you know, I'm being sarcastic. Um, So I had a really good time putting everything together for the Shaws of Sunset. So what you see on YouTube is me just being me, just being sarcastic. Um, I think we were supposed to look forward to a new bachelor with, uh, bachelorette rather, with Claire Crawley. Who knows? I don't think that happened because I think at the time that the Bachelor ended with Peter Weber, um, and I have some Peter Weber news that she never got a chance to film because all of this COVID stuff happened. So in the Peter Weber world I read via People magazine <laughs> that he is now going out with um The attorney, now I can't remember her name, but I will tell you in a minute who he is. What's her name? Yes, Kelly Flanagan. Now, if you watch The Bachelor, you remember that uh, he got rid of Kelly like way before it went down to the final four. And it was weird because they had met prior to him doing The Bachelor. And I don't know. I got the impression that something happened between them. I'm sure that they made out, but if they did any more than that, who knows, you know, it just seemed that when he started connecting with the other girls, he didn't have like that same connection with her early on. And here we are, we're, we're right back in relationship land, my favorite topic, um, I think sometimes that there's something wrong with Peter because, you know, why didn't Hannah take him back, like, after all of that? This whole thing happened with his mom, just not with this whole relationship with whatever her face, her name was. You see, now I can't remember. I mean, this is something that I did not too long ago. And, um... Let me see, final two. Madison. All I had to do was see her face. And then Hannah Ann and Madison. So, and I did talk about it in my blog about him being indecisive right from the beginning of the show. And I always felt that it was horrible to have Peter Weber as the bachelor. Because you can tell that he did fall in love with Hannah Brown. He had really strong feelings for her. And, you know, television, like all of these relationship shows, all of these reality shows, they are becoming more ruthless. I, I can't find another another word for it. But as, as I was telling you before, as I was watching... The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills the week before last. I didn't record this past Wednesday's episode, which means that I'm going to be subjected to watching it on demand and muting the commercials. But I'm seeing now when they do these side interviews, when they're talking to, you know, the cast members and getting their feedback, that the producers are asking harsher and more evasive if that's the correct word i'm using for evasive questions or intrusive <laughs> personal um and i think the reason why that's happening because there's so many gossip magazines that are just spilling tea all over the place you have a lot of now the housewives like NeNe leaks for example I know most of all of them, as a matter of fact, excuse me, I'm sorry. I was burping. Um, Most of them, now you see them kind of doing like this after show kind of a thing where they're talking about the episodes and things that happen. And I feel like they're trying to take away from the people on YouTube, like myself, because now I can include myself in that, in that bunch with these vloggers that are doing reviews and giving feedback and all of this stuff. And they're kind of like putting themselves out there and trying to quote unquote, correct what you're seeing on TV or things that you've missed. Well, let me just give you the backstory on it, that kind of, of a thing. And I'm still not falling for it. I feel like, you know, with this whole COVID thing that everybody just wants to be on TV more so that they're not forgotten about. They're kind of like taking the Lisa Renna business model and putting herself in everything that she could put herself in just so that people won't forget about who she is or anything like that. And with lips like that, who could forget, you know? Nobody's going to forget that. Now she's changing her hairstyle, but who cares, you know? Um, Talking about her daughter's anorexia, Okay, so her daughter's putting herself out there and saying that she's she's having all of these food issues and all of this stuff. I mean, it's like she's not the first and not the last. However, is it a good storyline that your storyline is about your daughter and her eating disorders? I mean, I don't know. But like I said, these are things that I want to save for the video version of my commentary because I just feel that's so much more fun to do and you get the whole video effect with pictures and my facial stuff <clears throat> feel like I'm running out of breath and I don't like that feeling either people are like are you having shortness of breath and I'm like no and I'm like okay but I'm talking and now I am so um So, yeah, Peter Weber is now going out with Kelly. And who knows? I mean, who knows what's going to transpire from that? I mean, it was clear that his mom did not like Madison. She didn't like where she was coming from. And you know what? I, I probably can suspect why she didn't like Madison. Because one of the things that Peter's mom had said was that Madison was not here for Peter. She was not there for him. And I looked at Madison as the kind of person who wanted somebody who was going to just entertain her religious beliefs. It was all about her. It was all about her religion, how she wanted her children raised and all of this stuff. And I don't begrudge people. I mean, it's like you have a certain religion. This just does not go for just Christianity. This goes for all faiths. Look, I was dating dating someone who was of the Islamic faith. He had converted to Islam. And I had total respect for that. But at that time I was not interested in converting. And if I decided to have children, I wasn't sure if I wanted them to be raised in a religion that I wasn't comfortable with um, at the time. I mean, now it's different because I know a little bit more about Islam um, and I listen to the call of Allah every morning because that's what gets my day started among other meditational, um, Hinduism, chants, etc. cetera, um, that I listen to, to help me get my day motivated and to stay focused. However, it's an entirely different story when you are talking to a partner and talking about how you want things to be a certain way, and you're not thinking about that person and what they may like and how they view how they want to bring up their family, which is important. Again, it all goes back to even, even when it comes to this, and not just in a... Not just sexual-wise, but even just the matter of how you want to raise your family. What belief system. Look, I had Madame Marguerite on, she was on KEM Top Talk Interviews and Discussions. That's on Skyhawk After Dark. And the replay is on Anchor, so you can listen to that anytime. Then I had her on the week before last, where she was talking about sexuality and oppression. And how she was not raised you know, with any kind of religion, that that was something that she sought out for herself. And I think that's amazing. It's amazing when you hear a person who wasn't raised with a belief system and then they came to find a belief system that works for them. And of course, a lot of people would say, oh, well, you know, how could you practice an Islamic faith? They're so strict about sex and this and that. And, you know, she's a professional dominatrix. I don't think that that should make a difference. I don't think that whatever it is that you do in your personal life should make a difference in the relationship that you have with a higher power, whatever that may be. It should be no one's business. Um, And I think with Madison and Peter is that her faith superseded anything else. And everything else came after that. And I think sometimes when it comes to that, where you meet a person and their faith supersedes everything else and you're not in that place, perhaps you shouldn't be in that relationship. Why was it that Peter wanted medicine so badly? Think about it this way, okay? We always want what we can't have. I think about this with myself, with the guy that I like. We always want what we can't have. And then when we can't have it, we want it more. And we try to think of ways to make ourselves available so that that person can want us. And then it's going to come to a point. How long are you going to make yourself available when you realize that maybe that person doesn't want you the same way? But if the roles were reversed, And I said, well, I'm not interested anymore. I don't want this guy anymore. Then all of a sudden my phone starts going off with texts or calls or what have you. I mean, it always happens that way. It's kind of like, I guess the Murphy's law, whatever it is that you don't want, then it just seems to appear more and more. I don't know why that happens, but I guess it's just the ways of, of the way the universe works. And, um, I mean, personally, for me, I stopped contacting that person because there's no reason for me to chase down something that doesn't want me. And I'm the kind of person that if you don't want something or you don't see it happening, then communicate that. And if you fail at communication, then why do I want to be with a person like that? And I think everybody should just follow that as the rule of thumb. Think about how people can be that inconsiderate of your feelings. And why do you want that? Why should you have that for yourself? You're better than that. Um, And I, I just think that with, with this whole thing, with Peter and Madison, was that she was like the untouched girl. And he was going to do everything in his power to make it right. But, he goes and discloses the fact that he had sex with like three other girls of those overnight dates. No, two other girls. I'm sorry. What what made me think three, two other girls. And then here's the ruthless part about this whole thing with the overnight dates. We all know that when it comes to the ending of the bachelor, everybody has their own separate Villa. And in this particular season, they had all of the girls like bunched in together I mean, that's just so low class, and I know I talked about this before, and I'm not going to get into the whole details of it or what have you, but Peter's now with the attorney, and it just seems like he's just going down the line with everybody that he was with that he kind of threw away and probably just going back and saying, oh, well, you want to give it a chance? You want to give it a try? I don't know. I don't think that Peter is the catch that the TV, you know, ABC TV has made him out to be. You have to remember that television, television producers, everything that goes on behind the scenes, they are the ones that's creating the air quotes magic. (laughs) They're creating the magic for you to tune in and watch what they are serving to you. And um, it's the same way with the with all of the reality shows, with The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Atlanta, New York, um, and all these other shows. I think I'm just going to stop because I'm starting to feel like really tired and out of it and loopy, and I feel like I need to lay down Um, I will keep everybody posted on, you know, my health and what's going on. Um, It's weird. It's 8.52 right now, and normally I feel fine, but I don't know. For some reason, I'm just not right now. But that's it in Bachelor News. Peter is now going out with Kelly, and when that doesn't work out, Who knows if he's going to go back to Hannah Brown. I don't know. But like I said, um, I'm glad that I was able to do this show and catch people up on the projects that's going on and what's happening in the Kinky Magazine world, as as well as everything that's going on with Unfiltered, all of the content that's being put together. I'm also working on the advertising kits now because, of course, there's going to be all this amount of advertising opening up. For Kinky Magazine, as well as this show, Unfiltered. I mean, you know, I try to keep it rated PG-13. I try not to go to rated R or even rated X for that matter. I really don't want to. Um, so there's advertising open, of course, when it comes to any other types of businesses like you know vaping or cannabis, whatever, whatever it is. Um, those lines those avenues are open for you there are a lot of people that do listen to this show I do put the replay on anchor because sometimes it's just easier it's anchor has an it's an app you can download the app you can listen to the show anytime so that's what's pretty cool as opposed to blog talk radio um where you really don't have an app and you have to go and type in in your browser and all of this stuff I mean, no offense to Blog Talk Radio, I like it because I can do a live format, but I can also use it to record and edit my shows for um, KEM Top Talk interviews and discussions. So with all that being said, I am going to end everything for now. I'm hoping to be back next week feeling much better and whatever this is that I will be able to, you know, knock it out and... I won't land in the hospital. <laughs> I'm not trying to, you know, be in in that realm. But, um, but like I said before, I'm just hanging in, I'm trying to remain healthy, and just doing these alternatives so that I can get better faster. And, you know, I can't say enough about this whole COVID thing. And being safe seriously like people i know that it's tough and there may be people that don't like to stay home or they're fearful about what's going to happen and money and food and all of this stuff and i get it but we've we've got to nip this thing in the bud and i'm saying it now because i don't feel well and it's because somebody decided to go out and they were not feeling well thinking that they were going to be covered and that they were not going to spread their germs, and they did. So um, I'm not happy about that. But that's that. So with all that being said, I want to thank everybody for listening. Of course, the replay will be here, and it will be on Anchor, which I will be putting up tomorrow, um, unless I get a little bit obsessive and compulsive and download it and then put it on Anchor. But the way I'm feeling right now, I think I just need to stop and give myself a break. Um, and relax because I really want to do my YouTube stuff. So thank you everybody for listening again, please stay safe. And as always be good to each other, be good to yourself. And most importantly, take care of you. So good night, everybody. Bye. Of course, you know, I'm scrolling for the music. So you start all over again. Okay, good night, everybody. Bye.